This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Feel the pressure 
You're tuned into the Flat Out Pride Hour here on Free FM 89.0, independent community media. Live stream and podcast us via freefm.org.nz. Via accessmedia.nz app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and many more. On your mic for your funky Friday. Welcome to the show. Hot on your Friday show. It is quarter to all that is relevant to us. So we have Trevor Knott talking about, you know, that little scandal that happened with Lizzo with one of her new, her new song, Girl. So he relates that cope up quarter but also to something that was relevant to us is Kahukura Fano. So I thought, yeah, let's hear this. Some real deal stuff. While he is a comedian, he also speaks fact and really talks about the real deal for all our cultures out there. Well, you know, we have weekend events coming up. What's hot and happening for your coming weekend? Some really moving pride poetry. I really enjoyed these ones and bringing them to you. Under the spotlight, Drag Kings. We first have some uh, a clip compliments of Vox. Five Drag Kings were interviewed to talk about their journey, what Drag Kings means, and a bit of history in there. We'll go into more history of Drag Kings probably another time. And then, of course, Trevor Noah's Kaupapa uh, Kororo in the Daily Times. Um, he does In Between the Scenes, where he talks to the audience um, off-screen, or off-showtime. And um, this is where I got the info from for that. So that is hot on our show for you, Fano. I hope you've had a great long weekend and you're recovering from that. Back into Mahi's short week. And uh, we're kicking into the weekend. Hopefully the weather's nice wherever you are. And you're all keeping well, warm, healthy, happy and safe in your spaces. We're not free of COVID, but we can still sit in a positive space and uplift ourselves and our loved ones. So I'm hoping that that's what's happening for you and wherever you are. Flat Out Pride totally supports you, and so does Free FM. Flat Out Fun. Of course, we've got Beats Peppered through there, because that's what we do. That's how we do. So first up, let's go into the Kaupapa Kororo. Trevor Noah, compliments of the Daily Times in between the scenes. Stay tuned. Or after that, too, we'll go into a beat. So this song is by Aja, Alexis, Michelle, Peppermint, and Sasha Levelua, and it's CLAT. All right, stay tuned. Love having you on board. Can we talk about this, uh, this Lizzo thing for a second? Did you, did you see what happened with Lizzo? So for those of you who don't know, Lizzo has a, a, a new song out, Girls. Um, it's a really fun song. It's really popular. It's on all the charts and everything. And in, in the song, Lizzo has one of her lyrics where she says, spaz, like we're going to spaz out, you know, which... Uh, Americans commonly know as means like go crazy, have fun, throw party, whatever. You can use it in, in like multiple different ways, fun ways. Um, what was interesting was that, that somebody uh, tweeted to Lizzo and they said to her, hey, uh, just so you know, um, spaz is a word that is used specifically, uh, you know, it's a derogatory term used to describe people who have uh, disabilities and they use that commonly in like the UK and Australia, you know? And they were like, oh yeah, this is, this is you know, how I, how I feel about this. And, and then Lizzo, which is really gracious, Lizzo has, has changed the lyric of the song. So she went back, changed the lyric, and she was like, hey, I, I didn't mean 
to do that, so I'll, I'll change the lyric. Very gracious of her, you know? Yeah. But what was weird is that the story didn't end there. That's the weird thing. What happened since then is people have been piling on Lizzo, shitting on her from the highest heights. Like people being like, I'm still disappointed in you, Lizzo. This was disgusting from you, and I'm, you've lost a fan, and I don't care that you have changed it. What matters is you said it in the first place, and you know, for you to use ableist language to offend somebody, you hurt people's feelings. And I was like, okay, like, look, can, can, we just, can we just pause for a second? I know people on the internet like to engage in conversations that aren't discussions, but really are just like mobs that pile on somebody for not knowing everything about everywhere all at once. But can we, can we acknowledge that Lizzo basically did exactly what society has been asking people to do, right? She stepped in, she said, oh, this is not what I intended, and so I'm going to change this for you, which is extremely gracious. I will change it for you, not for me, but for you. Because black people in America have been using spaz completely innocuously as a different word, and then I understand that in another country, they use another word and it means something else. Someone finds it offensive, I get, but that happens all the time. You know, in the UK, they use fag for cigarettes. Oh, good luck getting used to that when you're there. <laughs> you just walk around, people are like, oh, can I bum a fag? And you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. What's happening here? What's happening here? All right, but that's, they're like, no, that's, it, that's not what we mean. And you, you understand that. I, I feel like we're living in a world where people have gotten so used to, to you know, parading as the, the most virtuous or, or as, the, as, the, as the, you know, just like the most righteous person, that they've gone to a point where they make it seem like language has no nuance, language has no context, which is even more important, and then they want to imply that there is some sort of intention on people even when there isn't, right? Of all the people you can come for, all the people, Lizzo is one of the most inclusive, just like, a, like aware, just like loving. She's always trying to bring people into the conversation in her music videos, in her music, in her life. You're gonna shit on her for making, not even a mistake, by the way. I don't even call that a mistake. It's just not knowing how everyone uses every word in every country all the time. I don't call that a mistake. You know, in South Africa, we have, we have a word that we say for those kinds of things. It's really simple, we say, Esad. And Esan just basically means like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, the thing, you weren't wrong, I wasn't wrong, Esan. Like, it, like something happened that wasn't great, but nobody's almost like to blame for the thing. And so you can have a conversation about it. I don't know what happened. Do we no longer live in a world where someone can say, hey, actually, you know where I'm from? This means that. Oh, I didn't know that. Now that I do, I, I, I'm not gonna say it because I'm not trying to do that. Lizzo can't get in a time machine. You know, people are like, she shouldn't have said it in the first place. Yeah, she said it. And she changed it. Now, you, what do you want her to do? I want her, what, to go back in time? And then change her knowledge of, what, what do you want her to do? Why are you still piling in on? And what was interesting is, I find, I find this so interesting, how you have these circles of people who claim to be woke or claim to be whatever, but then they use this as an opportunity to pile on Lizzo now. You know, now they come in there and then they're just like, oh yeah, as a fat woman, oh yeah, how would you like it if I said you a fat N-word? Well, then I'm like, wait, 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 where's this coming from? So you're using that as an opportunity to just let your misogynoir out. That's what you're doing. You, you've seen an opportunity for you to be shitty to this, this black woman, and now you're like, yeah, I can get her. And be like, no, I'm doing that to defend the disabled community. No, you're not. You're not. You know what I mean? Don't, don't bring in... A, you can just say to Lizzo, hey, this was this, and that's, you should be careful, and that's it. But don't use it as an opportunity for your shittiness and to try and cloud it in something else. You know? 
It's like this weird pylon, 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 pylon thing that happens. Words and the context matter. I, I, I really don't think it's healthy for us to be living in a world where people can say or do a thing that they don't know is a bad thing and then we treat them as if they did know that it is a bad thing. You know, there's words that change all over the world. And I'm, I'm not giving blankets. I know some, someone's going to be like, whoa, so what are you saying, Trevor? I can say the N-word and, and it, because I didn't know. The N-word never meant anything else. No one's ever used it another way, you know? It's like back in the day, there was like some country where they're like, oh, a nigger is a warm fire that you can sit by at night to warm your hands. Come and join me by the nigger, family. That's not a thing. So I'm not saying that. The context of words matters. The nuance matters. If you're going to live in a world where people chew you up for trying and chew you up for apologizing and being accountable, even when, in my opinion, Lizzo might be like, I made a mistake. I don't think she did, but I think what she did on top of that was really gracious. She said, you know what? I, you know, she came out and said, I, I wasn't trying to do this, but I'm going to try and make your life a little better. I'm going to try and, and you know, put a bit of balm on this, on this hurt that you have. You know? I think that's amazing. And then the people are still going to pile on her? <laughs> out of here, man. No. Absolutely not. Yes, ma'am, I'll take that dollar Doesn't even matter, I'm a Fulbright scholar I'd rather be modest, but I need to show it There's a lot of pretty girls, but a queen better know shit Tens, rebels, meddle with gender Realness bores me, I'm a better pretender Brooklyn witch is revolutionary Come up with a read, that's better than Harry New York, New York, New York, New York We are, Club. we are, legend, we are, we are, we are theater We own everything, we are Legend Art Theater Stretch, kick, curtain up Don't pop the head, it's showtime folks An actress ain't got coins to cab That's why I paint for Subway Jazz Judy, Julie, Audrey too As a little boy, I lived for you Now I'm a dame, I own the stage Five, six, seven, eight, off the page Y'all might think I live for drama I just want you to feel mama Showy queen, that's my name Subway fish is how I came Express, create, the theater's safe Don't come for me, cause love trumps hate Life imitates art, dreams come true nyc i'm coming through new york new york new york new york we are club we are legend we are, are, are theater we own everything we are new york Ooh. <laughs> club legend
Legend Arts Theater. Touch this skin, what's it feel like to you? I'm a nightmare dressed as a dream come true. I'm a banshee cunt, don't call me that for nothing. I spin and I dip in the tricks that stun. I'm getting my tens, all I see is these fives. With pussy on point, nails sharp like knives. Stone the stones, I got stones on my ring. Cause I'm opulent bitch, that means I own everything. Pop that shit, I'm a bubblegum bitch. Grab on my ass, you like licorice. I'm sweet like candy, but I'm hot like a pepper. Bitches stay shut, cause I know they know better. Eyes on me and my looks break neck. Body serves straight up sex. You can never get enough. I'm the bitch that you love. Just call me the queen of crap. Rainbow Fano. You're tuned back into the Flat Out Pride Hour here on Free FM 89.0, independent community media. Live stream and podcast us via freefm.org.nz, via the accessmedia.nz app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and many more. Bringing together the voices of our community. That is Free FM's tagline. And Flat Out Pride absolutely supports it. That's what we do. Sharing the voices, the stories, the corridor, relevant for and about. And by our rainbow kahukura whanau. Our community. That's how we do. For shell, for shell. That last bit there was um, Aja Alexis, Michelle Peppermint and Sasha Valua. C-L-A-T. Right there. I hope you enjoyed that. That was interesting quarter awake about Lizzo and the points that he was making. I found it very valid. Very valid. Coming up on your show, we have what's hot and happening for your coming weekend in terms of events in Aotearoa. We have some pride poetry, some really moving quarter here that I wanted to share with y'all. We haven't done pride poetry for quite a while. And next up, we have another spotlight. The co-papa is Drag Kings, compliments of Vox. This is a clip brought to you. Five Drag Kings talk about their journey in terms of drag, what does it mean, snippets of history. And then I will share with you about a new film in entertainment news that is going to be coming out about a 90s drag kings compliments of them dot us so that's what's up next of course we've got beats through there after our under the spotlight drag kings we'll go into a beat olivia lux it's the music another one of our far no far so stay tuned Farno. that is what we're up to love having you on board my name is moby dick that B stands for bodacious. I'm Max Pleasure. Ziggy Moonlight. Johnny Gentleman. King Molasses. Also known as the sweetest and stickiest track king you'll ever meet. 
When I first saw Drag Kings perform, I remember being like, why hasn't nobody told me about this? I was completely mesmerized, wondering why have I not done this before? I got hooked right away. Just being on that stage and having the light hit me and I feel like I'm finally me. I feel the fullness of myself when I'm in drag. As drag kings, we're stepping out of the box of who we were told we were allowed to be. And people think it's only new now, but it's not new. I think the history of drag kings has been very much obscured. It hasn't always been the way that we understand it today but it's always been there. Drag is just the performance of gender, the performance, the absence, the transformation of gender. The majority of drag kings are AFAB performers assigned female at birth. I do, however, know that there are AMAB performers who also perform drag kings and also lots of trans performers. It's about playing with masculine identities, masculine performativity, whether that's politicizing it, vulgarizing it, making it a farce, making it silly. You know, you could create this character, you could say whatever you want, you could do whatever you want, and people laugh. Whether it's clowning, striptease, dancing, singing. You know, I might do a monologue to music. I draw a lot of inspiration from American rock stars. I definitely am going for the bad boy with a heart of gold type of thing. Can I say I'm a hoe on camera? Is that cool? I'm kind of a hoe when I perform. That swag you get in the shower that like nobody sees, it feels like that. I'm a Latin poppy, which is like a Latin sex symbol kind of guy. It surprised me when I even started incorporating like a lot of cultural elements into my drag. Even the palm hat that I'm wearing now, a lot of men from where my mom's village in Nigeria, in Wari, a lot of them wear big, wide, very present hats and they they walk with big broad shoulders and drag takes me there especially being a trans masculine non-binary latinx person i just want to make sure that every time i hit the stage that there's somebody in the crowd hopefully that when they see me they see themselves performing femininity was something that i constantly felt like i was failing at it's funny that transforming and becoming an alter ego is what allowed me to finally accept and love myself for who I was. And I started using they, them pronouns as molasses before I started using they, them pronouns for myself. So it just has been this really rewarding experience where it's a way to navigate the world and make sense of things. A lot of people don't know there's this long history of drag kings. A Chinese scholar has male impersonation dating back to the Tang Dynasty. And so male impersonation in the Chinese opera started then. Then it moved to the West. There were pioneers like Annie Hindle, Vesta Tilly, Ella Westner. To our knowledge, the first indigenous male impersonator is Gowango Mohawk. And she was in the early 1900s. And she specifically wrote a play because she did not like the way indigenous people were depicted in theater. During that time, there were many females and lesbians that were doing male impersonation as a way of expressing themselves and to protest against what defines being a woman. Then moving on in the 1920s, Gladys Bentley 
came out as the forerunner in in Harlem, dressing in men's attire, was a prolific performer. Cross-dressing became illegal, and it was a crime. People that came out and did that were real, true blue pioneers. Like Stormy DeLavery. Someone who epitomized what it meant to be black, what it meant to be masculine, what it meant to be strong, what it meant to be swaggy. Male impersonators were more refined. It wasn't drag in the sense of the comedic camp element. The first time we see Drag King in print was in 1972. It's the Queen's vernacular, a gay lexicon. And in that, it uh, defines Drag King. So that was the first time that we have found that in print. Yeah, there was this huge thriving scene in the 90s in New York City, in San Francisco, in London, uh, in you know, other parts of the world. Drag Kings are growing and they're getting bigger and bigger. But uh, they've still got a way to go when it comes to representation within the cabaret and the drag industry as a whole. You know, RuPaul's Drag Race is so fantastic because so many drag queens have become celebrities and pop culture figures thanks to RuPaul's Drag Race. That has not happened for drag kings yet. You know, we don't wear heels, but we give story, we give the drama, we give emotion, energy, just like queens do. Because we're not in the mainstream, we don't have the same opportunities. As an AFAB person, I've had producers tell me before that I was unsellable and that's why they didn't book me. What I do want is for folks to acknowledge the power of misogyny. We are usurping male power and privilege. And that's still scary to people. Our patriarchal society doesn't really take kindly to the idea that masculinity and manhood is something that anyone can put on. It's tiresome. But the great news is drag kings have been in other reality television competition shows and won. We've got Hugo Girl in 2018 who won in New Zealand, Landon Sider in 2019 who won Dragula. Tenderoni in Chicago, who won in 2021. I'm hopeful. I'm I'm optimistic. And in the meantime, we're not waiting. So this new generation of kings that are coming up in the scene in the last five to ten years is shaking up the scenes in a lot of different ways. We're making our own platforms. We're taking up space in platforms that have traditionally been dominated by by cis men. All of us are starting a revolution to be seen, to fight for respect, because that's what we deserve. I firmly believe that us drag kings will make our mark. Like, we're kind of the coolest. We've kind of always been the coolest because we're kind of counterculture within a counterculture, within a counterculture. How punk is that? That was Moby Dick, Max Pleasure, Siggy Moonlight, Johnny Gentleman, and King Molasses explaining the evolution of drag. Now, drag kings have historically gotten a lot less attention than drag queens, but that's starting to change. So they, who was Vox, interviewed five drag kings about their relationships to drag and how the art form has transformed and what they love about it. Stunning, eh, Farno? Stunning. So 
the Tang Dynasty from 618 to 907 AD is the first accounted happening of drag kings. Love that story, and I'm going to delve more into drag kings as we go through our journey together. Also, I want to share a recent news story. So this clip from Vox was out, what, three months ago? There is a new film coming out. Uh, Kiersey Clemens and Barbie Ferreira are to start in a new film about 90s drag kings. This entertainment news is compliments of them.us. So, The Young King is the movie. It's set in the 90s drag king scene of Las Vegas. The film marks the directional debut of Lauren Sullivan, whose work has been featured at Outfest. So Clemens will star as Jules, an aspiring drag king who heads to Las Vegas to reconnect with their estranged father, Mick, who is Michael Shannon, and perform in America's biggest drag king scene. A legendary gambler, Mick isn't too thrilled to see his daughter presenting as masculine and chasing after no-nonsense dancer Ronnie, who is Ferreira. Um, Now, if that wasn't premised enough, the young king will also feature original music from Justin Tranter, who worked with pop icons like Britney Spears and Lady Gaga and will serve as executive music producer on the film. So this is a fresh twist on a classic Vegas story by shining a light on the drag king scene, which has really, if ever, been explored on the big screen. Led by a stellar cast, it is an incredibly emotional father-daughter story that will resonate with buyers and audiences, while gays everywhere count the minutes until we can see Clemens and Ferreira's drag king romance for ourselves. You can take comfort knowing that both these queer stars are booked and busy. Looking forward to seeing that. Bring on the drag kings. That's all we have time for in this part of our show. Now let's go to a beat. And our beat is Olivia Lux. It's the music. Stay tuned. May I ask a question while my name is on your lips? You look like the answer, so I'm gonna ask you this Do you like how I'm moving now? Can you see how I'm grooving now? If you don't, I'ma show you how Play the record, I'ma show you how Watch me while I glow As I light up the dance floor Feel that funk in your soul As we lose control Covered in satin velvet glitz You say my face is to die for But I'm gonna make you live Got my hair all wild and free Now that you got your hands on me Play my chords to your body Play it with your body Watch me while I go As I light up the dance floor Feel that 
You are tuned back into the Flat Upright Hour here on Free FM 89.0, independent community media. Live stream and podcast us via freefm.org.nz, accessmedia.nz app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio and many more. You are tuned into the station and the show that celebrates us, the Glit Fab Rainbow Fano. That's gay, lesbian, intersex, transgender, takatapui, queer, questioning, fafafine, akaivine, asexual, androgynous, bi, and all the fabulousness in between. And of course, outside of those scopes, because sometimes fluidity is where it's at, y'all. Don't we know it? Lady, I turn your mic for your funky fry, yay. Love having you on board, Fano. Love, love, love having you on board. That last beat there was Olivia Lux. It's the music, one of our Fano Fanui. Comes under our rainbow f- uh, flag, colours, aharane, however you want to put it. Uh, coming up on your show, we have weekend events, what's hot and happening for your coming weekend in Aotearoa. Up next is Pride Poetry. Zenaida Peterson, Pride Proud, really moving. Actually, all of these clips are really moving, and I wanted to share that with you to stir the soul and the heart and the mind. Joanna Hoffman, Pride, and Prachi Mashru. Another hashtag Pride Kopapakoruru. Uh, so, hence the Pride Poetry, y'all. Then we'll go into a beat. One OK Rock. The name of the song is Stand Out Fitting. All right, that is us. Stay tuned. We have got you. My six housemates are straight. Every single day. Pride. They forget about all this queer and want me to do things for them in June. Pride. Forget about Black History Month and expected me to do things for them in February. Proud. I will be nowhere they can think of to find me, I think. Pride. I will be nowhere I can think of to find me, I think. Proud. The last time I was in the South, We made eggnog and didn't talk about all of our friends that have died or been locked up since graduation. How we march for black lives because it is personal. Proud. The last time I was home, I came out again. Pride. They don't like the ways I keep queering myself, still hoping it is a phase. I love them all anyway. Pride. Tomorrow is the protest. Proud tomorrow is the parade. Pride today, I went to urgent care because my heart has been pounding. This dull and frequent sensation, the feeling of a march erupting under your feet. My friend thought it was a metaphor. Their lift driver laughs at the doctor, cannot fix a broken heart. My mother says it's just stress. She says she knows I know how to take care of myself, but I get too wrapped up in things and I forget pride. I forget pride. I forget pride. I'm afraid of the parade of forcing my body into lines of police assaultants that are complacent in the killing of black children. Proud, I don't know how to celebrate Stonewall. Pride, homelessness or the deaths. Proud, the things that come along with coming out. Pride, the things that come along with being a part of the diaspora, black. And proud, I don't know what to do with a heart that will not stop demanding attention. Being a femme of color means I look like an ally. They know nothing of our pride parades every day through black and brown communities knows nothing of our 
community erases me, how the queer community invalidates me, and I defend them all anyway. March for them all anyway. The doctor called, said my heart seems normal, said I'm black and alive, proud, said I'm queer and alive, pride. I left the health center to go to a queer open mic in a black neighborhood, and we weren't ghosts. We were loud and beating. The summer I turned 14, my grandmother got me totally smashed at a wedding in New Jersey. Somewhere in between the third glass of champagne and the fourth ABBA song, she turned to me and said, someday you're gonna have a wedding just like this. And when you do, please, don't let them play any disco. I didn't know how to tell her that actually, I wouldn't be having any wedding at all. That I wore these bones like a voiceover when really, I was in love with my friend Kathleen. I thought just maybe, if I held this itch underwater long enough, it would float up blue. Tried to claw the want from my voice every time Kathleen asked what I thought of her boyfriend. Tore every power cord from my drive and imagination, burning every lamp in my throat watching her. I know what shame feels like. I have painted my skin with postcard gleam, as if the best I could ever hope for is to reflect somebody else's shine, as if there were some parts of me better off drowned in a swimming pool of whiteout. But it is not in our nature to cringe before the mirror like this. A person who was born blind will tilt their head back and extend their arms when they feel pride. It is in our bones not to bake shame into our blood, but to live boldly. And so now, all these years later, here is my pride for refusing to allow the wet blanket stare of strangers on the subway smother this burn to hold her hand. For every time someone said to me, wow, you don't look gay, and I didn't say thank you. For refusing to allow my heart to be strip-searched by those who want to know if my love is pure enough. Because I have spent years committing hate crimes against myself, and I already know all of those tricks. So when my straight friend asks me why, there is no straight pride parade, I tell her. You can't be proud of something you've never had to fight for. This is for every wedding I watched from the sidelines, every fairy tale with stipulations, every it's a choice, it's a phase, you're disgusting, every swollen choke of shame. I learned to cope my throat with every gay kid who ever believed nothing would ever make this better because home meant break the parts of yourself that don't fit into the plaster of who you're supposed to be. We already are exactly who we are supposed to be. And just this summer, I woke up living in a city where I could actually get married one day. <laughs> and I never really expected it to mean that much to me. But I think back to that wedding in New Jersey, how I was the last one to leave the dance floor, makeup smeared and beaming. How my grandmother grabbed my hand as I walked by and said, hey, I'm proud of you. With no buts or if onlys clinging to the underside of her voice and how finally, after all these years, I'm now able to say the same thing to myself. No, they don't bite. No, they aren't vampires that they'll bite you and you'll turn. 
no auntie they aren't satan worshipers no they won't force your child into being gay no they won't come live in your closet no pink and purple doesn't look gay or new no just because you prefer shirts over skirts doesn't mean he'll mistake you for a lesbian no he won't have a crush on you bro no she doesn't hit on me yes they're just like us question how does one look gay do you have to be covered in rainbows do you have to dress like lady gaga like what i don't understand i'm assuming ellen degeneres ruby rose and neil patrick harris are all really bad dressers because nobody wants to look gay when was the last time you heard a guy wearing a black shirt say dude does this make me look straight why is it that every time i'm holding my girl best friend's hand in public i'm being told that it's illegal government talking to you oh look section 377 is here again you don't know what that is that is your freedom taken away in a nation known for fighting for freedom that is your freedom taken away in a nation that claims to be celebrating freedom since 1947 what freedom are we celebrating they can't marry who they want sorry we can't marry who we want i say we because why are there community why are straight people not in this community why is there a community why can't there be no community How can you classify homosexuals as being different from us when we classify ourselves as heterosexuals and hetero means different? How can you classify homosexuals as being different from us when we society stress on the fact that everyone should be different? How can you classify homosexuals as being different from you and me? Now that we've reached the end of this poem, I'd just like to include top 10 things one should know. One, in the words of Denise Froman, dear straight people, gender and sexuality two different things. Two, being a part of the LGBT community doesn't make you any less of a human. Three, being straight doesn't make you any more of a human. Four, don't say you believe in hashtag pride and still call your friend gay for wearing pink. Five, don't say you believe in hashtag pride and still call your friend a lesbian because she doesn't like anyone. Six, don't say you believe in hashtag pride just because everyone else does. Seven, believe in hashtag pride because you want to. Eight, believe in hashtag pride because you are proud. Nine, believe in hashtag pride so it's not just a hashtag anymore. Then say hashtag pride without the hashtag because it's not a trend. Pride.
Now, my heart of my name, my hockey, my kahukura rainbow whanau. You're tuned back into the Flat Out Pride Hour here on Free FM. 89.0 Independent Community Media. Live stream and podcast us via freefm.org.nz, accessmedia.nz, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and many, many more. Lady, I turn your mic for your funky Friday. That last beat there was One OK Rock. That's the name of the group. The song is Stand Out for Ten. Hope you enjoyed that Pride poetry. Really moving stuff. Get your, your soul stimulated, your brain invigorated, and just touch part of the heart that, I don't know, might encourage you to just tap into every now and then. Or as often as you can. Well, you know, I enjoyed bringing that to you, so I hope you enjoyed that. We're going into what's hot and happening for your coming weekend here in Aotearoa in terms of events. So, let's go to the goodness. What have we got? Hot and on. So, for your Friday, the 28th of October, let's kickstart here. So, the Waikato AMP show which is being held at the Claudelands Event Centre. There's a corner of Brooklyn Road and Hefe Terrace in Claudelands H-Town. It's actually going for the whole weekend fun, eh? Get your tickets from tickets.lup.co.nz and it's their 130-year celebration. Cool fun, eh? Get along there if you can. At 5 o'clock today, hopefully you were able to get to the New Zealand Performance Car Magazine Night Speed Drag Wars 1. Foo. That's at the Meta Meta Dragway. Get your tickets from NAPA Auto Parts Dragway or one word or lowercase.co.nz. 1.2 million people are interested. So it's notoriously busy first round of the Night of Speed. Speed Drag Wars season, so 22 into 23. Yes, get down there if you're lucky, bit of a speed demon. Six o'clock, if you're in Hamilton, never project space, level 1 slash 123 comma street in Frankton. Have you ever been crying in a hospital in full drag? Wow, that's open to anyone. So this is curated by Ellie Lee Duncan. Uh, Thursday to Friday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Saturday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Fabulous. We love art spaces for sure. Again at 5 o'clock today, the Masquerade Gala Brock Estates 25th Anniversary Celebration. That is at 49 Main Road, RD1, Bombay in Auckland. Get your tickets from Event Finder. That's a0er.co.nz. NZ. It is their 25th anniversary and they are celebrating in style. It's a black tie masquerade gala. So no detail will be spared for their dazzling event with the red carpet from 6pm. Expect New Zealand's best champagne from number one family estate on arrival as well as interactive welcome wall and the official evening photographer. So your, uh, the evening will feature a five-course roaming degustation from 7pm alongside complimentary cocktails and selected beverages. Glamour-filled evening, full of entertainment and so much more. I do not even have time to share. Friday skate night at our official Hamilton Inline Hockey Club. Get your tickets from hamiltondevils.co.nz. $8 entry, $2 skate high, 30 bucks family part 7 to 9 p.m that's pretty much every friday night y'all 
Spooky stories from the Waikato happening at the Waikato Museum, 1 Grantham Street in Hamilton. Get your tickets from eventbright.co.nz. It's the Halloween version, y'all. Shadow Work Volume 1 at Navarra Lounge, Basement 266 Victoria Street. Get your tickets from ticketferry.com. It's a new immersive dance concept for the Halloween. Yes, Halloween. Lux Masquerade Pre-Party at the Bridgman, 234 Dominion Road, Mount Eden, Tamaki Makoto, Auckland. It's a social dance night with the hottest salsa, Bachata, Zook and Kazumba. The guest artists will be in town and many dancers from across the country will be visiting for the Lux Masquerade. For your Saturday, Point Chev Market, 20 Huia Road and Point Chevalier, open to all whanau. Get your Saturday morning coffee, meets, greets and treats. Pound Pups Pink Walk at Lake Kainui, that's in Waikato, hosted by the Waikato District Council. So they're raising funds for best, for breast cancer and are holding a pink walk for you and your mokai, your uh, kuri, your dogs. Kooky Spooky Kids Tour, again at the Waikato Museum for your Saturday. Auckland Glow Party, get your tickets from aucklandglowparty21.eventbrite.com. That is in Auckland. Oh, Round 6 Bar and Nightclub, 17A Albert Street from 10pm to 3am. It's recommended to arrive early so you get in good. Filipino Street Food Party is hosted by Food Trip Limited, 77 Broadway Street in Matamata Whanau. Nice. What a cool. 6.60 Saturday, the stadium tour, they, they will be in Wellies, 105 Waterloo Quay in Wellies, premier.ticketdeck.co.nz to get your tickets. Oh, fun. We were just there too. Definitely Hallows at Azeal, that's 9 Ward Lane. Get your tickets from ymcaauckland.formstack.com. It is open to everyone it's a teen scare maze that will make you jump out of your skin Paitawa has the fireworks display i love them every year at the uh, Paitawa domain open to all Farno. tickets are eight dollars kids are four dollars twenty dollars for a Farno. they've got rides and entertainment halloween dress up variety stage and more the twilight run of October, the Hamilton Model Engineer. So that is the trains for no. How cute for your Saturday. So they open from 5 pm to 9 pm, running through the dusk into dark, making for a fun family evening out. And it's only $2 per person. Summer Vines Halloween at Villagrad Winery, that's 702 Rukuhia Road. Get your tickets from goodthrills.co.nz. And they're celebrating their 100th year anniversary. Man, everyone's selling their, celebrating their anniversaries this weekend. What a cool. Fever Dream album release tour, Tahini Bikini and Fool's Lagoon. That is happening at 54 Collingwood Street. Get your tickets from eventbrite.co.nz. 
www.nz.nz.nz.nz.nz.nz.nz.nz.nz.nz.nz.nz.nz.nz.nz.nz.nz.nz.nz.nz.nz.nz.nz.nz.nz.nz.nz.nz.nz.nz.nz.nz.nz